Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tribune Audio Network. And now, The Score. Upcoming Friday night football matchups and breakdowns from the previous week. Here's what's happening in the Quad Cities high school sports scene. Welcome to your Score Instant Reacts podcast for week two of the high school football season. Your normal cast of characters here, Greg Armstrong, Corey Cuffler, Brian Stacking, Matt Randazzo, and we have Celia Palermo with us. First off, happy birthday, young lady. Thank you. you Second turned... off, you got my name right this I time. I did. I'm getting, good. <laughs> I'm getting good at it. Well, here's the thing. is we, we Celia came in for the interview and did a great job. We wanted to hire her, and I, I thought the whole time that your last name was Palmero. And yeah, I got that a few times. It's not. And so, like, I, it was like three weeks in. I said to Corey, I'm like, I keep calling the wrong name. I can't stop. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> so I get it right now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Corey, too. You turned like 104 on, on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it felt like it. Yeah. 104 is close. Just go half of that almost. No. 46. I'll say it. 46. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. So, But here's the thing is he looks younger than I think the three of us knuckleheads. So. What is it? We always ask like interns or new people at the station. We say, which one of us do you think is older? <laughs> and they always say. They always pick you, don't they, Matt? Because I'm more mature. <laughs> that, 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 oh, that's, no. that's what you say. <laughs> but it's because they just don't know you as well as the rest of us <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, that, <laughs> that must be what it is. So um, enough about your birthdays. Jeez, guys. Um, what did you get them for their birthday? I got them a cookie cake. Which, which was great. Yeah. yeah, and they get to work with me a lot. Like That's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, so, Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. I, I, hate to, uh, I hate to start dwelling on the negative, but let's be fair. If anyone on here constantly dwells on the negative, it's stocking. Yes. Stocking, we have to lament the fact that the Davenport Public Schools are no longer undefeated. It was a rough night for the Davenport boys. What were your predictions going into tonight? I had uh, North. I had Central edging North Scott fourteen to ten. I had North being senior, which twenty eight. By the seven. way, you nailed because Central scored fourteen points. Yeah, it's just that <laughs> North Scott <laughs> scored a lot more <laughs> than that. And I guess that's what we'll kind of start the podcast. We got a lot of places we'll go, and we're going to cover in about a half hour both sides of the river. We're going to hop back and forth, but Davenport Central and North Scott. North Scott was maybe the most impressive team last week, beating Iowa City West at home, and they doubled down on how impressive they were this week, going on the road to Central. Central's been really good this year. They beat mm-hmm. Muscatine last week, and they their defense is fantastic. They were up thirty five nothing. Um, their defense has been really, really good. Their offense was fun to watch. They got a bunch of dudes that can run the football. Quarter plaque play as well. Mathitis did a great job. I was extremely impressed with North Scott. Now, mind you, I showed up at the game with four minutes to go in the first quarter. It was no score. I left halfway through the second quarter, and it was 21 nothing. So the 10 minutes of football I watched was a dominating performance by, by North Scott. And I, I'm sure they called the dogs off in the second half, but super impressed with what North Scott... I mean, they're going to be a tough out 
in their class. That's a really good football team. Stockings got note cards, and he is itching yeah. to use them. They North Scott took it to Central tonight, and it looked like a lot of the previous eighteen other games, because North Scott entered the game with an eighteen game win streak in the series. Central's lost eleven in a row at home to to North Scott, and North Scott just. Took it to him tonight. So you always pick the Davenport schools. Yes. All He's I want, paid to do that. All I want, if, if your note card says they've lost the last 18, are you just thinking that the odds have to change at some point in time? Yeah, is all that, about is, is that what it is? It's, uh, uh, eventually it's going to happen. And, hey, the Cubs finally won a World Series and, after 108 and nothing, years. Nothing against Ben Sacco's team. They're they're going to be a good team. Yeah. They're, they're a good football team. They just ran into a juggernaut yeah, of North Scott. North Scott was very impressive. They're going to be a good team. Like you said, they're going to be a tough out, especially come 3A playoff time. Well, that's what really made this matchup tonight interesting was that I think Central impressed us in week one by doing what they did against Muscatine. Yeah. And North Scott looked equally as impressive in week one. So this was two teams coming in with a lot of momentum and a lot of confidence. And, man, North Scott really showed that they might be a very dangerous team this year. The question was, could North Scott sustain their defensive intensity and excellence that they had against Iowa City West? And tonight they did. Yeah, they check that box. They they're, did that. Yeah. They're a really good they football could, team. Here's the scary part. part is go I, 9-0. I always talk about Kevin Tippett teams getting better throughout the season. We always watch them get better throughout the year. They get better. <laughs> oh my! Yeah. If they get, and yeah. they will. They, I mean, they will. They will be better coached, and they will. I mean, uh, that coaching staff is so good that they'll continue to get better. They've been talking about getting over that hump, and Celia, you went out there for the yeah. for the preview. They want to get over that quarterfinal hump. But boy, they look like they can't. Yeah, absolutely. They're off to a great start. I mean, they really emphasized how much momentum they wanted to come in to the season with. They are not satisfied with falling in the state quarterfinals two years in a row. Yeah. They've tasted that. Those seniors know how it feels. They want to be the team to get over that hump and take it down to the wire. Um, as impressive as North Scott was last week beating Iowa City West, Bettendorf went up to Iowa City West and, wow. just, and just slapped them. I mean, that Harrison Bay Bowie scored four touchdowns in the first half. I know in six quarters at Bettendorf he had six touchdowns. That's seven. Seven. He said seven. Yeah, three but I mean, three six, yeah, but oh, I got you. Yeah, in the first six. Oh. Yeah, so I mean, just the way that 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 he's been 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 running the football, and they went up there and they left no doubt in anybody's mind. They go up to Iowa City West. They do what they do against Iowa City West, and they they win a football game. And 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 North Scott's really good in Class Three A. Bettendorf's going to be an elite team in 4A, and people wonder how they... I mean, they reload every year. It's a different cast of characters. That's a team that's going to continue to get better throughout the season. Bettendorf impressive tonight as well. Her, uh, yeah, they, Harrison Bay Bowie, 199 yards rushing in the first half. And Jeez. then to add to that, Joe Byrne punted tonight. They they down to punt. He punted the ball to the one yard line. Yep. I think that was the most impressive thing about that game. No, but <laughs> what I'm saying is, when you look at Bettendorf... We know they've got great offense. We know they've got great defense. Now you throw in the fact that their special teams are performing at such a high level. So I mean, that just adds one, one more spice. does not solidify that their nope. special teams are going to be that but good it, every time. But it's a it's a thing that it's part of the part of the. Uh, what are you saying here? It's part of the. <laughs> it's on. part of the stew. It's part, it's of, the part of the stew. <laughs> 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 oh. Like gumbo or something? Yeah. Just what, what, what the heck's going on here? Well, Bet Bettendorf is, is impressive. I mean, th that's a good a good win for them on the road. What are they When's next? the last time that Iowa City West has started 0-2? That, that's that's one to look up. And a team that is expected to do a lot of things. They're still young, and they'll be around later on, I'm sure. But um, yeah. hats off to Bettendorf. What's Bettendorf next week? 
They get uh, Cedar Falls back at home? Yeah. they. I think it's like because yeah. they lost a tough one up there last year. So a huge game. Boy, next week is going to be fun. I can't wait to do the podcast this <laughs> week because next week there's there's Orion and, Rock, Orion and Rock Ridge play. No, it's Hempstead at Bet North. And then they and then play Cedar Falls the, and week, then the week after and week that. Four, yeah. But yeah, the Rocky Moline's next week. And let's hop over to the Illinois side real quick. We'll go back and forth. And this will make no sense, but it's just an instant react. So instant react. So instant react. Yeah, not instant. That makes no sense, as Celia explained to me. Yeah, because then we think you're talking about Instagram. And that's just, yeah. Yeah, no. it's just too Get much. Get your social mediums right. Yeah. And the cool part about <laughs> Celia working here now is I feel like my vocabulary has become updated. Do I keep you young? Eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think anything's going to do that. But like some of the, I, I'm learning new words. And so, um, anyways, Rock Island, maybe headlines tonight over in, um, in Illinois. I mean, they had a disappointing loss. And as Stocking astutely pointed out on the podcast this week, if they didn't win this game, the end of the world was going to happen. I yeah. didn't say that. I mean, I it, said, was, it was, they were in a lot of trouble. I said that 0-2 is not the place you want to be. Um, they're really close to being... To being to being two and zero and having two quality victories and I know they didn't win last week and and we won't we won't harp on that obviously but they played without Davion Wilson last week and I mean I think if he's in their lineup they probably win that football game um, they played really well and we're going to talk about how fast they are and Davion Wilson and and, and Jakai Hill and and their offensive weapons but their defense played really well after last week giving up thirty six points. They gave up 14 points in the first quarter and a half, and then they shut out Metamore after that. And if Mo, if Rock Island can figure out defense and play defense the way their offense is always going to score a bunch of points, but if they play defense like that, well, next week's next week's going to be really fun with Rock Island and Moline. I was going to say I don't care what year it is, I don't care what week of the season it is. If you beat Metamora at any point. That's that's a big win. That's a big win for your program. Yeah. Metamora is consistently year in and year out a team that is on the the state level. People are looking at them around the state. That's a big win. Davian Wilson coming back, it was anticipated to be a big difference maker, and he showed it. He proved it tonight. And that's that's huge. That's what you need to see from that type of playmaker. And if you want to know what kind of team Rock Island is, they are a team that just works hard. They'll go out and do their business. Oh, sorry, that's coach speak. That's what he told us on the score. <laughs> it was great. We asked him, well, he, how would he describe them? I, he was, it was perfect. Hey, ben Hammer is becoming one of my favorite coaches on the area because he keeps me on my toes, and, and I do it vice versa. <laughs> but, like, I'm, I, you guys know it. I, I picked Rock Island in this game when we, we go on a, a polar pop run every, every Friday, and I thought Rock Island was going to win this football game, and, and they did that. I, I really like what they're doing there. I went over for their preview. They got a ton of speed. They got a ton of athletes. And it's going to equate into a lot of victories this year. And now it's Rock Island Moline next week. We'll save that for the podcast that we'll do this week. But that's going to be a lot of fun at Moline, at Browning Field. That's, oh boy. That is an awesome way to start the West. Right? Absolutely. That's awesome. That's schedule makers figuring things out and knowing exactly. I don't know if they do that on purpose, but that's that's really well done. And you you mentioned it, Cuff. Um, Ben Hammer was awesome on the score. Um, to have the, and this is a really fun segment to be able to mic coaches up after the game and go live with them and, and talk back and forth with them because <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna reference our age here, but Corey and I have done this for a while and we've formed some fun relationships with a lot of coaches on the area. So when you get to talk with a chip filler on t- live television and we get to talk to a Ben Hammer on live television, it's a lot of fun. He mentioned the podcast; he'll be listening to this tomorrow. I guarantee you, he'll be listening to this. Wilson so that's Ryan. a lot of fun. Wilson ran for four touchdowns and 157 yards for Rock Island yeah. tonight. And no, I mean that's. 
saying and, a lot. And I, I, don't, I don't think they harp on losing last week and the fact that they didn't have Davian Wilson and what would have happened if they did. I think the frustrating thing is they, with, with or without Davian Wilson, they should have won that football game, and they let one slip away. To be able to bounce back like that, rally the troops, get it done, and not just get it done, I mean, 35-14, to 14, you beat a program like my Metamora by, by 21 points, by three touchdowns, you're, you're doing something right. So um, hats off to them. A Sterling kind of fooled us for a little bit. Like you got there and it was 14 or 7 nothing. It was, yeah, it was 7 nothing, and then it was uh, tied at 7. 14-7 was peaking, had the lead, and then they scored two touchdowns before the half to take the lead, and they never looked back. But uh, They had stockpile scared. I think that... Coach Schlemmer was he was a little worried when I got there. He's like, and he said a few words to the linemen, like we're getting our butts kicked on that side of the ball, and you better step up. And next thing you know, they did. They got a a couple of big plays, big stops on third down that they needed, and then the offense kind of took over. Cooper Wilman, what another great performance out of out of that young man. Just when you think he's going to drop back and pass, he he finds a hole, runs for a touchdown. They got a couple other guys, Noel Aponte. He ran for a touchdown, and uh, Deshaun, I cannot think of Deshaun's last name, but he scored a touchdown as well while I was there. And uh, they've got a lot of weapons that you didn't know who they were, but, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, we can't talk about every single game. Um, really close games in the Three Rivers. That's going to be a fun conference this year. Um, hats off to Chip Filler and Orion getting the job done. Kiwani's a good football team. They beat Riverdale last week, and we'll talk about Riverdale in a second too. <laughs> but, but Riverdale won this week in impressive fashion over Erie Prophetstown. Riverdale's a good football team. Kiwani beat them. Kiwani gave Orion everything they need, wanted and then some. Orion wins it at the end with 17 seconds left, or final seconds to win. 30, 17 seconds, yes. Uh, 35-27, I think, was the final. Yep. Chip Filler was awesome to talk to on the score after the game and stuff. And he said what he said. He goes, he goes it might not be pretty this year, but we're getting the job done. I think it's it's a different team and a different feel. They're going to get better throughout the year. Well, and that's it's funny that I didn't hear Chip's uh, post game, but it's funny because I was just about to say that I think that might be this team's calling card. Yeah. I don't know that they're going to blow teams out, and I don't know that they're going to do the impressive things that they did a year ago with some of those playmakers they had. Yeah, dominating games. But I do think that this team knows how to win football games. And I know that seems very intangible and who knows but I think that they've proved it two weeks in a row they've beaten some good football teams and I think they'll continue to do that because they've they've seen it they've been there they these kids that's, aren't scared of the moment that's the difference is that these young men uh, might not have the skill position weapons and all the stuff from last year but they've been through this they've done these kind of things they've learned how to win because of the people before, before them and that's the difference that the other sideline doesn't have so I mean they're 2-0 and they've won two game, one game they won with a touchdown in the final seconds the other one they won by three points I mean that's but bottom line is they're 2-0 and in the season they welcome Rock Ridge next week, and we'll talk about the Rockets in just a second, but Stockpile has been, like, itching to talk <laughs> for about a minute and a half now. Go. I am so impressed with the Orient quarterback, Ryan Young. And you thought they were going to go 0-9 this year. No, you said that. You keep saying that. I think it's because you <laughs> picked them at for that. But Ryan Youngworth tonight threw for 187 yards, three touchdowns. On the season, he's completed 24 of his 29 passes, when you are doing that, you are moving the ball, you are keeping the ball. And tonight was a gut check because Kiwani was up, down, Kiwani was down 13, came back, took the lead, led 27-19 into the fourth quarter. Orient not only came back to tie it, they passed him to win 
this QI team is going to make the playoffs if they keep uh, this performance up. Chip Filler is still one of my favorite people in the entire world, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Isn't he fun? He's a great guy. But the Cardinals and, stuff and on I the end was be- – I don't like he, that. He got he scored a few more points in my book yeah. by bringing out that little that, Cardinal. That uh, interview whatever, ended whatever quickly <laughs> after he brought out that nonsense. <laughs> Um, Rockridge. I was going to say, can we talk about Rockridge and Von Roseville? Last wow. week, Rockridge has the comeback of all comebacks. This week, they go to overtime and they knock off um, Monmouth Roseville 33-32. So you look at Rockridge and they start the, after two quarters of the season. Rockridge was down thirty to eight to their rival. Now, six quarters later, they have yeah, six quarters later they have not, they're now two and zero in the season. They're 2-0. It doesn't matter how they did it, but a come, crazy comeback victory and then grinding one out in overtime, and now we get Rock Ridge and Orion next week. Well, Two teams that just find ways to win. That, I mean, we got to have somebody there at the end. And look at two weeks ago, we're talking about how the cupboard might be empty at Rock Ridge. There's just numbers are down, a new head coach who hasn't really had time to get his system set up, and then they pull off what they pulled off against Sherrard, and then they get a win against Monmouth Roseville that I still think yep. is a very good football team. Yep. And I'll say it right now, I would not be surprised. They could run the table. Yeah. I still think they could go 7-2 and two on the year and finish very strong. They have a game against Princeton down the road that will be a, a huge matchup. They have some other games that will be challenges, but I still think Monmouth Roseville is a very good football yeah. team. This is a huge win for Rockridge. Monroe's is 0-2 this year, and the... And the difference has been three points. Yeah. They lost to Orion last week by two. Then tonight, they the game goes to overtime. Rockridge got the ball first. They score, kick a point after. Monroe scores. I think they went for two, didn't get, lose 33-32. Wow. Yeah, that's that's. I, mean, the, that's, I hope, that's we, don't, the I hope we don't get yelled at because last week we weren't there for the comeback and we weren't there for the overtime this week. We should just keep somebody <laughs> at Rockridge yeah. every week. But that's, wow. Yep. Yeah, and your heart kind of goes out for Monmouth Roseville and those yeah. kids and stuff like that because, but that's, I mean, there's, Jeremy Adolphson's one of the best coaches around. If there's a guy that can handle situations like this, and this is the first time that they've struggled to start the season, and they're not struggled, don't get me, that's probably a bad u- word to use, but not having victories early in the season, and they've still been fine throughout the year. I completely agree with Greg. I think they're going to be fine. I think they can get six victories either, easy. They could win seven games. They're going to get in the playoffs. And then we'll, we'll talk on this podcast later this year going, man, do you want to play Monmouth Roseville right now? I mean, they've lost two games by three points to start the season, and now they've, they're, they're – yeah, I mean, I think things are fine in Monmouth. I think they've lost a couple of weapons up front comes to mind. So I think this team is still trying to find its footing a little bit, yeah. try to find their chemistry, their rhythm. So, you know, two games in – where they're at right now, I wouldn't be surprised if they were able to, you know, kind of get things together and turn it around from here on out. Yeah, well, by the buzzard's luck. <laughs> That's... <laughs> where do you come up with these things? Cecilia, this is why we brought you in. Because he just says things that, like... Can, can you just say lit one time? What? Say lit. Say that Light. game. No, lit. No, say that L- game was lit. That game was lit. Just I don't, say, I don't say, say language like that. <laughs> what do you mean by language can you, like can that? Can you just say it was fire? What? Just say it was fire. The game was on fire? No, not. <laughs> it, it, it was. It was fire. Oh, oh whatever. I, I'm sorry. Can I put on the table? Tried. But we tried. Can I uh, put my name on the sheet to sign up to cover the Three Rivers the rest of the way? Yeah. I want to be the Three Rivers game every week from I, here on out. I have a feeling Greg's going to be out in Orient next week. I don't know how that's going to work <laughs> out, but but um, yeah, no. Uh, hats off to uh, 
to Rock Ridge for being 2-0. and So, yeah, it's the, I mean, the difference is a few points. Orion is 2-0. Rock Ridge is 2-0. Monmouth-Roseville is 0-2. Those, two, those three teams played each other. They, they win every other game. I mean, that, those three teams are just as good as each other, and, and that's how close the Three Rivers is going to be throughout the season. So hats off to them. Can we talk about what Guy Derricks did on our television station? <laughs> oh, my. Yes, please. Please go to WQAD.com. I don't know why I haven't got this on my Twitter yet. It's going to get on my Twitter as soon as we get done doing this. Um, Guy Derricks did a mic'd up for us, and during the mic'd up, he did something that nobody's ever done. We've had some really good mic'd ups. Like, yep. I mean, you the, you know the the the, the Jacob Mueller's and it's about the to be two hundred twelve degrees. Yeah, and Coach Schlemmer's awesome, and Mike Morrissey's fantastic. I mean, yep. you know what you Chip Philadelphia, you know when you get guys doing mic'd ups, they're going to be good. Guy Derricks shaved his head on our newscast <laughs> tonight, on our on our the score tonight. He went Mohawk for us. That's. He asked his kids to get on his level, level of craziness. He's like, you got to do something out of your comfort zone, and he shaved his head. And then what they do? They won. They won 35-14. Against an Erie Prophetstown team that I was impressed with last week. Yeah. Against a win impressive. against Bureau Valley. So this, again, this is now an impressive win for Riverdale. See what and happens when you bring Riverdale people onto the show. Great things happen. I don't know. We've Stock had a few went to oh. Oh. <laughs> Stocking, Just kidding, Stock. Stocking went to Riverdale, so everybody knows that. So, Stacking, can, will, you, will you shave your head right now? There's a better chance of there being snowplows dispatched to Hades than that happening. Hades, not Hades. <laughs> There's only one. Well, whatever. Just like the Lincoln Trails. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Greg's confirmed that. Yeah. That's a, I've figured it out over the years. What else stood out tonight? Any individual performance of Stockpile that kind of caught our eyes? I was impressed with Morrison tonight. They beat Sherrard mm-hmm. 54-6. on their five. They scored five touchdowns in the first half. Got five two-point conversions. They had nine tackles for loss in the first half, seven in the first quarter. And um, a young man from there, Nathan Mickley, had three tackles for loss personally by himself in the first quarter. Morrison's Sh- 2-0. and Sherrard actually started that game with the ball, scored on their first drive, so they led 6 nothing, and then it was nothing Katie after that. Katie bar the door. If, 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 sure, if that's what you say. What does that mean, Celia? What does Katie barred the door mean? Uh, yeah. No, oh, the jury's out on that one. No, we don't even know it. We've been doing this for three <laughs> years. Know. I have no clue what that dang thing means. What does it mean? I've told you last year. We we covered that. We covered right. It was a very impressive win for Morrison. I think they're they're legit. Yeah, they're, they're, they're and you made a you... good point on the score. Their their track program has been fantastic. Yeah, and, and a lot some of those guys... athletes that are out for football now. I mean, their speed is fan is really really good. Um. It's good. Boy, the Three Rivers is a lot of Morrison at Riverdale awesome. next week. That's a big game um, now. If anyone was concerned that Mercer County might not have a good season, woo, they go yeah. out and they beat an Elmwood-Broomfield team that, I mean, Elmwood-Broomfield is one of those programs that they're, they're constantly at a, at a high level, and Mercer County has their home opener in Alito. They get the job done. They look really good. And, and anybody who's worried at Mercer County – I, I wouldn't worry too much because the more things change, the more things stay, stay the same. What was the game show out in Merco tonight? It was a great game show brought up by Scott Weiss, our photographer. It's <laughs> called How Many Two-Point Plays We Can Have in One Highlights. And we had three, two two-point conversions and a safety. You don't see that very often. So good to have the good to have Weezy back, wasn't it? <laughs> yep. It's always nice to have Weezy back. Yeah, but yeah, Trey, to come uh, back again. Trey Essig and Steven Speaker. Those are the two big guys this week on offense anyway. Um, they, I think they jumped out to – it was. 
a big halftime lead. Was 35, it, 35 to, to, was it six or zero? 35 to eight. And I then uh, a couple fumbles, a couple turnovers, got Elmwood Brimfield back into the game, and then they scored another touchdown. Mercer County did late to get to 42. But, yeah, this was a good win for Coach Hofer and a good win for uh, the Golden Eagles. 32 to eight, I'm sorry. You should be. <laughs> How dare you. Um, any, w- individual performance-wise, uh, Harrison Bay Bowie was, was, was really good, as always. Um, Davion Wilson was really good, as always. We, we haven't mentioned Moline yet. They go on the road, and they, they lose for the first time this season. A, a really good uh, Lyle Bennett team. They lose by nine points, was it? I believe, yeah, 27 to 19. It was, uh, no, it might have been 28-19. Yeah. So, yeah, they, uh, they were within three late in that game. I know it was uh, 22 to 19 at one point. It was maybe third or fourth quarter, and then uh, obviously didn't get that score. But, again, it's the only team that Moline lost to last year was Lyle Bennett. Yeah. So a loss here is not really a big deal. I mean, yeah, you always want to go undefeated, but Lyle Bennett was a team that was receiving votes uh, statewide. So it's a, it's a good team that they Western lost to. Big Six, Western Big Six begins next week with eight teams. And, and what a way to start with Moline Rock Island. I know that I, I, I want to do that podcast now. I know we can't. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be a lot of fun next week. Um, Mid County tonight beat Peoria Heights 43-41 in triple overtime. Um, the 32-8 was the Anawan score. Anawan Weathersfield score over uh, Farmington to eight. at halftime. I think okay. the I think Mirko. I said 32-8, uh, 32-8 for Mirko. 34. I think it, 34. And West Carroll's two and They beat Dakota 24 to 12. West Carroll's two and for the first time ever. Dakota, I think the first last time, time ever. West yes. Carroll's. How long, but how long is the co-op? We're talking about the co-op. Yeah, we're talking with Savannah. I think that's like 02 or something. Okay. okay. And so Dakota's 0-2 for the first time since like the late 70s. I was going to say, I wanted to talk about the Northwest Upstate Illini. You said West Carroll beat Dakota. Yep. And also, uh, Duran Pecatonica, their co-op beat Eastland Pearl City 36-34 in overtime. On the road. So that's a, yeah, that's a huge win. For that program, and kind of one of those surprising results out of the Northwest Upstate Illini, because we've seen firsthand that Eastland Pearl City is a pretty good program. EPC's four is zero and two because they got clobbered last week by Lee Wynn, and then they lost and to tonight. Lee Wynn rolled at the Haba over Amboy sixty-two to nothing. <laughs> the, at the Haba, yes, the Haba. <laughs> Hop back over to the Iowa side real quick. Can we uh, mention? Can we? No, just talk no, about Farmington. We can, no, we cannot. Oh. We can't. Uh, I don't want Weathersfield because no, Sealy was at that no, game. No, we, we cannot. Okay. Okay, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. Uh, yeah, two good programs in Anawan Weathersfield. Uh, what didn't they start zero two last year? Anawan e- Weathersfield. Because they had these two same games, yeah, they lost to Illinois right West too. and they lost to um, yeah, Farmington. So well, so well and now those two two really good programs they played to start of the season last year that was zero and two. Now they're two and zero in the season. Two quality victories for Anawan Weathersfield and Celia started her night there. Yeah, I mean Colton Quagliano, he is just the force that really leads this team. He is almost unwavered out there. You know, he is just strong and he he can do it all, pretty mm-hmm. much. I mean, you watch him, and I don't think I've ever seen that guy shaken out there, and he's definitely a big reason why this team is being so powerful, as well as Tucker Mills. He, I, th- I want to say, scored at least one touchdown while I was there, yeah. and he's a solid guy that they turn to as well. Doc Powell probably has all the stats. Snapped uh, Farmington's 28-game win streak. Really? Quagliano's got yeah. seven touchdown passes on. on the season. So Farmington had won 28 straight games? In the regular season. Okay. Yeah. So they were 9-0 and last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a great program. Yeah. Yeah. 
the the thing Quagliano is one of those guys that we we're, we're gonna feel like he's been around for like he's seven just, or eight right? years. He's just settles. It's a, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Jess Sills was actually around for seven or eight yeah. years. That's the difference. But you just think about the experience he got. Was he a freshman when he stepped in for Van Opdorp? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. And he was coming off an eighth-grade year that he led their basketball team, their junior high basketball team, to a state championship. Yeah, he's in eighth he's grade. Awesome at basketball. So I remember too. talking to Brandon Johnston for that preview. He's like, "We got a freshman's pretty good." And he kind of explained. He's like, "He may be our quarterback mid-season," and sure enough, he was. And he hasn't been anything but quarterback since. If yeah. He, if he plays too many seasons, somebody will report him. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like, man, he's just that guy. He's been around forever, and he's he's good. Um, hop over back over to Iowa real fast. We want to keep this about thirty minutes. We're about twenty-five, so we got a little bit more time to chat. And um. Some some interesting things over there. Assumptions, good, good, like yeah. really good this year. And and it was funny because wasn't it your preview cuff when you talked to Wade King and he's like, yeah, we went four and five, but we're fine. And it wasn't like it was like let's get over it. And like they've gotten over it and they've they're, they're two and zero in the season. They're they're gonna win a lot of games this year. Yeah, he said, don't worry, the world didn't end because they were yeah, four and five right. last year. That's and right. uh, they go out and uh, they shut out your alma mater in week one, forty two to nothing. And then this we're, week we're uh, talking about week two. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to bring that one up? But, I mean, but, but still, hey, Tyler Kohanic. Assumption is my mom's alma mater. Okay, so, so it's all good. It's, it's, all, right. go. it's all good. It's all good. But Kohanic, obviously doing a great job yeah. with that offense. They had some big touchdown plays up in uh, Dubuque. Uh, Waller. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just another big win for them. Very impressive to see them win the way they have the first two weeks because a confidence booster, they have some good players. They lost some guys. You didn't know who was going to be there, but obviously they had a, enough coming back. They have some good numbers, and there's there's never a reason to worry over to something when you start two and zero. and eighty four to seven, the cumulative score the last two weeks. Because that wow. means combined. So, <laughs> so what you're telling me is they scored forty two each week. Yep. Okay. Um, who do they have next week? Uh, they have. Just give me a second here. Time's up. They have uh, Cedar Rapids Xavier. Okay. Ooh, that's a Cedar good one on a Thursday Xavier. night. Ooh. Even better. Because we got a lot of games on Friday. A lot of uh, big games. So. Sticking in Class 3A, Maquoketa with an impressive yes. win over Central DeWitt. The rivalry out there. Um, this was like their 96th meeting. Yeah. Like, 97th, I think. Yeah, yeah uh, that's awesome. That's why I have. Um, Cannon Co- Oh, good. That's what Stocking has. So Okay, good. <laughs> Thank right. you. He was confirming it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love you, Stock. We try. <laughs> 49, um, 40, and 7 coming in. So that's 49, 49, 7. <laughs> I can't even don't grab my cards. Oh, like boy. Here we go. Right. Uh, Cannon Coakley, quarterback for Makokata, looks like a really good. You know, he reminds me a lot of what we see out of like an assumption quarterback, where he can throw if he needs to, but man, he is hard nosed and just a tough running, you know, running quarterback when he needs to be. But he has a good counter with him, um, Connor Becker, out of the backfield. He was our player of the game tonight. Um, scored two touchdowns, and uh, he just, you know, really good one-two punch there from Makokata. This is a group that has gone, you know, they've taken their lumps because they, they, as freshmen and sophomores and in some of these kids as juniors really struggled. Makokata's not had much success in, the, in their careers but the thing is, they only graduated three seniors last year. So all these kids were playing a year ago, and the talent was there. Now they're finally seeing some results. They're 2-0. You mentioned player of the game, Greg, so it wasn't 
our player of the game for the score. So who are you? This would be this would be the media kind. Oh, okay. So you, you left yeah. us to go do something else. I, mi- I, I did. I, oh, okay. I missed okay. you tonight. <laughs> can, can I also <laughs> say I was really impressed with Kevin Bowman reciting some Muhammad Ali? That's and the mic up. That yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Just d- don't worry. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you guys on Tuesday. Same thing that you did. I know. So he's already been informed. Um, Davenport North. They don't start 2-0 in the season. They go to Dubuque. They split with the Dubuque schools. And I think that despite the fact that they, they're 1-1, one one, they, it's not the end of the world. They no. did a good job starting off 2-0 last year. But they had both those games at home. Um, they're going to be fine. They come back next week to play West? Uh, no, Central. Central. That's and then be West. a big game. Big yep. game. That's both big, of them yep. are big games. Um yeah, tonight they. Man, they, I love they it. It's, turned, like, it's like your kids playing each other. They turned. They, they <laughs> the turned next couple weeks. They turned the ball over too much tonight, and that's what killed them. Uh, turnovers kill, and uh, when you do that, you're going to lose games like that. It's like he's scolding his students <laughs> through the. <laughs> Although podcast. that game tonight at Dazzle Field, they had problems. The Dazzle whole Field, Dazzle. I thought, not I thought Dazzle. you said that earlier when, you, when we called the highlights. I was it's like, it's not Dazzle Field. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You, now went, it he, is. Now yeah, it you is. know why? Because the scoreboard was uh, inoperative for most of the first half. Ooh. Was that pay, a slam at me? Yeah, it was inoperative. Pay, pay, pay the electrical bills. I, why, is he, why is he being so mean to me? I'm not being mean. Because he grabbed his cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. Yeah. You grabbed, you grabbed his stat cards and then. So. I want to hop over to Ridgewood real quick. Yeah, because absolutely. Because small schools need a little shout out. I love yeah. Ridgewood. So I want to talk about quarterback. Logan Nodine, he's a senior. Now, when I was there, they were up 20-0 to zero at halftime. They come out of the half, Logan just throw, shows exactly how versatile he is. So he throws a big pass, big gain on the play, sets it up. He runs it in for a touchdown. Then BWP takes over. He's on defense with small schools. You get a lot of yeah, kids that ways. have to play on both sides of the ball. And he picks the ball off and runs it back from, like, the 40 for a touchdown. I mean, this kid's legit. Yeah. And it was cool to see him take the team to a 38-12 to victory. Shout out to my uh, good friend Bruce Redding, head coach there. Uh, congrats to them and the big win tonight. So are they, are they 2-0? 1-1. 1-1. No, no, no. Ridgewood's 2-0. Ridgewood, yeah, Ridgewood's 2-0. Big County's 1-1. Yeah. Peoria Heights last yep. week, yeah. Yep. So um, if you look at things... And we haven't started Western Break Six play, but the Three Rivers is going to be an absolute joy to watch. I already said I'm covering it. You can't do it. <laughs> the, the Lincoln, reporter. The Lincoln, the Lincoln Trail singular is going to be really <laughs> interesting to watch throughout the season. Western Break Six is just starting. District yep. play is getting ready to roll in Iowa in just a couple weeks, and there's been big games already. Uh, we're, we're in for a real fun football season. It's only been two weeks of the season. I, I encourage you guys. It was a lot of fun tonight on the score. Go check it out at WQAD.com. Great chatting with with Ben Hammer live and with uh, um, Chip Filler. Thank you to uh, Kevin Bowman and Guy Derricks, both for going mic'd up. One for reciting Muhammad Ali <laughs> and the other for actually <laughs> shaving his, his head. head on television. So, so the question is, was was Guy Derrick's going to shave his head anyway? I or when when we set up this mic'd up with him, did he decide, yep, I'm he, doing it Here's now. the it's best time. thing. And yes. like, I got to text him. Our, our photographer, Jordan Franks, who's did a fantastic job all night running around the area and then running the live shot with um, with Ben Hammer. But he got that, that mic'd up. Now, Greg, if I sent you to get a mic'd up and someone shaved their head, when you came back to the station, what would you do? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like We had no idea. So he came back and didn't say a word to us. And yeah. so while we're watching it on television, we see, and I'm like, is he going to, is he going to actually, and I'm like, I'm literally poking Corey going like, oh my God, he's shaving his head. 
I would have walked amazing. into the newsroom and gone, guys, you've yeah. got to see this. Yeah. So um, hats off to Jordan and all the work that he did tonight as well. So um, ton of fun. So go watch it, WQED.com. Um, uh, we'll have our score skate out, out tomorrow. Uh, boy, last week was really cool. Um, former teammates, Abubakar Berry and Harrison Baybui going going neck and neck. I think we had almost 7,000 votes at WQAD.com. It, it may have been planned that way. I no, don't know. I don't know. Just I, ironic. Maybe, maybe. It was just ironic that the Moline grad figured that out and put the two of them against each other. <laughs> so the, the, web, the internet people loved it. Absolutely loved it. Talk about dynasties returning. Geneseo and Bettendorf. There's been 20 years in this, uh, 20 years in the millennium. Geneseo, 17 times to start 2-0. Bettendorf, 16 times start 2-0. That is amazing. It's a great stat, Stocking. Yes. Yes. That's what his card said. I, I like how he said yes to his own stat. <laughs> and Nathan, Nate Trankamp tonight, four touchdowns. He's got 12 on the season so far in two weeks. For Eastern Valley. For Eastern Valley. And, they won, and they're won, and 2-0 for the first time ever. We, we, could, we could literally stop recording, and keep going. shut the lights off, and leave. And Stocking would sit here and just keep saying, and this guy did this, and then this happened, and this. He'd have his little flashlight. It's, so, it's amazing. Um, you we will go all night. We will do a podcast soon. What are we doing it this week, guys? Tuesday? No. Monday, Monday, Monday or Tuesday? If we can't Monday. Monday yeah, we can. Monday. Okay. Is that bad for Maybe you? Maybe Monday. Yeah, I can Friday Monday. Anyways, we're going to do a podcast this week. It should be a lot of fun. A lot of great matchups coming up next week. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. If you haven't subscribed to it, it makes our lives a lot easier. Um, give us feedback. Tell us if I hit the table too much like this. <laughs> tell us if stocking, you did. Yeah, tell us if stocking's annoying. Um, tell us you want more Celia. Oh. Tell us you want more Celia. We can all, so just give us feedback. We love it. And um, and if someone can explain how there's how it's possible to only have one trail. Lincoln Trail that connects like West Central <laughs> to Anawan to Mercer County, it's yeah. there's got to be multiple trails to get you to all those places. It there makes, has to be. It makes sense to me. So, um, anyways, thanks for uh, listening. Um, enjoy your college football Saturday if you're listening to this on Saturday. Enjoy the NFL starting on Sunday, and we'll talk to you guys and do some more high school football for you Monday or Tuesday next week right here on the Score Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.